what this man imagined. His dreams, who he loved, saw, heard, remembered, what he feared. Somehow it's all locked in this small mass of tissue and fluid.
Good evening. You are listening to Never Stop the Madness live on bostonfreeradio.com. And things are a bit quieter this evening because it is the Northeast Dungeon Siege special. And tonight, I have guests here, fest organizers Josh and Shane, as well as Sean all the way from New Zealand. And we will discuss all things Northeast Dungeon Siege. So welcome, everybody. Hales, how's it going, man? Um, Yeah, so right now in the background, we have Trolk jeering with the track Dark Forests of the Evil Spirits. And uh, that'll be part of the festival. All the music tonight you'll hear will be part of the Northeast Dungeon Siege Fest. Earlier you heard Roman Master, Malfet, Tyrannus, and opening the show with Khand. Tyrannus is a sweet boy. Tyrannus. <laughs> so uh, let's start things off by talking to Josh and Shane first. Uh, Northeast Dungeon Siege is certainly a unique thing. Maybe even the first Dungeon Synth Festival of its kind, beyond like a few shows here and there. Um, how did it come about? What made you, what possessed you to take on such a thing? This is Josh's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a year ago, like uh, ten, 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 March or something of yeah. 2018, um, we actually went out and uh, with Tyrannus. Yeah, Tyrannus and, and Columnaris and, and um, Nahadoth and Ransuer. We all met up at the Tyrant's Crypt in Albany and. Also known as Tyrannus' Basement. Also known as Tyrannus' Basement. Uh, we all got, got together and played for each other, and that was Northeast Junjin since 2018. Um, and then we recently were... a VHS of that. that yes, I, I have a copy of that VHS. Yeah. Uh, initially a blank VHS. I initially had I had a blank, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um, but... Uh, DIY. We decided that twice. I, that like right now seemed like it was the time um, to have a festival and to that there was a lot of interest building yeah. and there were more people yeah. wanting to play live. So let's let's give it a go. And we were expecting it to be uh, initially pretty small, and then I pitched the idea out to one of the Facebook groups, like, "Hey, would anyone be interested in playing?" or coming to Massachusetts for this and um, turned into a full-on catastrophe yeah it went from <laughs> one to two to three days <laughs> stuffed with bands and, and we already have like people putting in for next year if yeah, it happens great. yeah and then I had had uh, for many years I've had this idea for an old-school AD&D or an D&D gaming convention yeah uh, something that specifically sort of looks to you know like the early edition sort of D and D stuff, and uh, when uh, you know this sort of thing started coming, I was like, wow, this is very symbiotic. So we got together some of our gaming friends, and since most of the people in the dungeon synth scene that we know from the local Worcester area are also people that we play D and D with, yeah. Um, that's accidentally how we found out we were in a dungeon synth band. Was some of the people <laughs> that we know and play D and D with were like, you know, we were explaining to them what we do, and they were like, "Oh, you mean like dungeon synth?" We we're like, "Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> sure, why not? that." <laughs> click, 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 tap, 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 Google, Google, and um, yeah. So we we sort of smashed the two together. So we're gonna have the old school gaming uh, with the help of Labyrinth Lord and the folks from Cave Evil and. Um, 
uh, Cryptic, Cryptic Explorers, explorers uh, coming through to sort of like run their games during the day, and um, <clears throat> uh, and actually our the DM that actually runs the games for us and our homies will be one of the DMs there, Sweet. and the one who built the module that is specifically for this dungeon siege. Wow! All right, that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, and so now, how did you go about getting all these international acts? Because you got. Of course, we have Sean here from Tarnu Fwin, and uh, I'm going to say it wrong again, but Elgi's Don. That works for me, man. Close. It's close. Elgi's Don. Um, as well as, like, Graveran, we'll hear later on from Quebec, and other bands. Like, how did you get all these international bands to come uh, up for this? Honestly, it was pretty much from that initial post when I said who would be interested. Uh, Sean was one of the first to step up to the plate and say, I'm coming. And I was like, he's got to be kidding. He's coming from New Zealand, yeah. but he's here. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, that, that, I needed a holiday, man. <laughs> <laughs> that got as real as it could get real fast. Yeah. So here's the thing. DIY music is just a series of extremely poor decisions. Totally. And uh, and, and I think that, you know, the reason this came together is because enough people decided they wanted to make the, the appropriately poor decision at the same time. Perfect. And, you know, however, however, Far they came from they were just getting we were actually talking about this earlier right like uh you, you go to the place for the dope stuff right like and and if it takes you across the world it takes you across the world if it takes you across the state it takes you across the state if you're lucky enough to have it in your backyard yeah you know water it and let it grow right but you know really um all the folks who are coming out it's because they really love it and uh and it's not because they're getting paid piles of money <laughs> that's for you sure know, we're, we're just gonna we're getting together for the love of it just like the first one just keeping going what uh you know sweet boy set us up with cool um so there's also a lot of one more th one more question about the fest here there's also a lot of first-time performances yeah like Khan making their debut we heard earlier uh, Rowan will hear later on also making their debut and there's other first-timers how did you convince so many first-time bands to actually like not only get on stage but get on stage in front of a now sold out event I mean Josh is the one who really talks to them but I don't think you had to I had to do absolutely no convincing <laughs> well that's yeah. good to hear I think, <laughs> I think, and, and, and I'm, I'm fascinated to see what actually happens as a result of so many first time performances because yeah. you know you've got people who aren't necessarily tainted with you know like expectations of what something's supposed to be there's going to be plenty of people who probably go out there and do something elaborate and, and uh, maybe even you know theatrical or whatever but there's going to be just as many people who are going to just go out there you know you just do it right Rock like, a synth. and and, and yeah. the synth you know, you're sitting on the floor some people are going to have you know i don't know it's like i'm, I'm excited to see what Absolutely. i know what we do because what we do is it's a, it's a bit extra right super no extra. i think it adds an element of atmosphere to the like that's what you're picturing when you hear that stuff well, so, like, I, I think to have it just be, you know, someone in, like, a Adidas track jacket being like, oh, yeah, this is great. Like, that would just kill the whole vibe. So, I think... Uh, see, I'm here for it. As long, as, But the performance has got to be there, right? So, oh, yeah, so totally. Here, if somebody comes out wearing, you know, the Adidas track jacket, and it's just me, obviously, right? And then they play, like, an amazing improv, like, incredibly orchestral, you know, like, depth of composition and stuff, I'm going to be like... 
yeah, okay, right? You know what I mean? And there's somebody, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the heck happens. Uh, I don't think there's any wrong way to do it. But um, I think with, with, with somebody like Khand, Khand is, he may be, it may be his debut as Khand, but we're talking about a person who, from, I mean, is one of the most experienced creators I've met. Uh, across several genres, and okay. he has just piles of performance experience, just not doing this, and that's even more special to me, right? The people who are who are like, you know, they they know what they're doing in their lane, and now they're gonna try something like, you know, and and some, you know, some. Have you actually, Sean? Have you done any uh, stuff live performances back in New Zealand? With Town of Fun, yes, not with Elgate Storm, no. Okay. So uh, this is Elgate Storm yeah. uh, debut. See, even that. That's You're awesome. coming all the way from New Zealand for a debut performance. It's just... Why yeah. the fuck not? In, in a packed yeah. house. In a packed house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exceptionally Headline packed Headline show, packed house. Well, and that's, that's the funny <laughs> thing that, you know, like Josh and I have been talking about. There's going to be a lot of people playing for the first time. Yeah, totally. To not, uh, like... Not, you know, your f first time we played was, I mean, six of our friends in our garage because we wanted to practice before we went out to play to six of our other friends in the basement. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but like we didn't, nobody, nobody gave us 200 people to play in front of the first time we played. And that's fascinating to me. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud of it. Definitely. And, you know? and then uh, moving on from the fest, what's new with... Now I know it's Somber Arcane. I've been saying Sombre Arcane. But you guys have recently reissuing your uh, self-titled demo now on Dark Age, Legendary Dark Age. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, are you working more with Dark Age? Do you have other stuff coming? Is this just kind of testing the waters right now? Yeah, uh, he hit us up and asked us if we were interested in doing a CD. And... We're not going to say no to Dark Age. Not at all. <laughs> well, and, uh, and Bart's such a great guy, and he's he's made everything so so very easy. easy. Um, we we feel like we have. It's very know, symbiotic. Yeah, we feel like we have control over what we're doing. And then you know, I turned around and I said to Josh, "Well, you know, if we're going to do it, we did a really elaborate uh, demo release for the cassette. Yeah, we have to do something interesting and separate and different for the the CD." Um, you know, here, here's this 3,000 word story I wrote that we can put into a 16 page booklet. And, you know, Josh had the pleasure of going back to the label and saying, yeah, you know, um, we would like to do this 16 page booklet right here, you know, like, and, and just, you know. To which Bard did not blink an eye. Not no, that an eye. I can't imagine. And it's like, okay, so I wrote, uh, sort of R.A. Salvatore, Tracy Hicks-esque sort of story in the old school vein of like, uh, you know, early Forgotten Realms and Dragonlance novels, a short story to go with it that uh, includes our characters and stuff like that. So it's still got like something special. And I think that that's the only way I would have been comfortable re-releasing it yep. on CD. Uh, so it was really great that that worked out so easy. We don't have anything planned imminently okay. on anybody's label. We do have an album that we've been working on for the past couple months despite right. how hard we try to <laughs> tell each other we're not going to create new stuff and we're just going to work out the siege we we just keep yeah i mean you, you guys were on the show out. back in december playing i think half your set was songs i hadn't heard yet yep. and i had just saw you guys maybe back in the summer so yeah certainly and you productive. got a sneak peek of, of something similar to what we're doing with this upcoming uh upcoming set too. absolutely awesome 
Okay, right now we're listening to Orb of the Moons, who will be making their debut performance, I assume, as well, on Sunday. Inspired by the Ultima series of uh, PC games, and uh, Orb of the Moons is the... um, is actually the orb that you use to open the moon gates when the moons are at the at a certain you know there's two moons in the Ultima universe in okay. Britannia and when you you put the orb down uh, in a certain place at a certain time it will open a portal to another place on the world and that's the orb of the moons and what uh, Jesse cool got inspired by to do this all right let's get to some orb of the moon and then we'll be back in a few minutes we talked to Sean from many projects, Gavin Throne, Tanu Fuen, and more. Coming up next here, live on Never Stop the Madness on bostonfreeradio.com.
And welcome back. You are listening to Never Stop the Madness here live on bostonfreeradio.com, Northeast Dungeon Siege Edition. That right there was Algiz Don with the track Cripplugger. Before that was Rowan with In Another Dream, You Were Mine. And before that, you heard some of Orb of the Moons with the track Black Sword. Everything you've heard so far will be happening this weekend at the Northeast Dungeon Siege in Worcester, Mass. At blanking on where it is. 258 Pleasant Street, The Raven. At The Raven. Um, Yeah, so Saturday is sold out, but there will be tickets day of at the door, some... And then there's still tickets for Friday, Saturday, Friday and Sunday. Is that Absolutely, it? yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there'll be tickets at the door. They go on sale at six. Six on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Saturday's the night that Mortis is playing. Okay, so now we have a guest all the way from New Zealand, Sean of Scaven Throne, Tarnu Fun, and Algis Don. Killed it. Killed it. Thank you. Uh, let's start with Scaven Throne. Um, it's a magazine. It's a label. What's yeah. new with the zine? What's new with the label? What do, you, what do you got for me? Well, over the course of this weekend, we're going to be catching up with some people that we've um, been in contact with over the last year, um, probably finishing a couple of interviews that we started, um, particularly one with um, Tyrannus, and um, getting back to the drawing board, seeing what state the current scene of the, um, of, of the, of the music and the community is at at the moment, and... Um, just doing a bit of a wrap-up sort of Dungeon Siege uh, kind of um, edition for number five and catching up with Jordan Johnson from um, Ancient Meadow doing an exclusive interview with him and a couple of reviews and probably doing like an overall review of the gig in its entirety without getting too long-winded and just getting onto some highlights and um, yeah just catching the overall vibe Skeven Throne itself was actually started out of the ashes of um, Swamp Cult Productions which was a label that me and my friend Alex was running Alex lives in North Carolina him and I and another guy Nick Pitangolo from um, you know, Acid Funeral um, were working together doing a label but I decided hey we've got to move forward on a few various uh things that I'm picking up in the scene that I just want to run with so we chose to go with Scaven Throne as our like main forerunner our main banner okay and release cassette tapes magazines and be much more uh, involved in the scene for the artist and for the people cool well that's exciting to hear when can we expect uh, the fifth edition of the zine to come out I'm gonna say before June oh great uh, we never really give ourselves a, a time to finish it by because I really want the artists to spend time on their questions so that we can get the most out of their answers. So we don't release quarterly, we don't release monthly, we don't release yearly, we just do it whenever the fuck we want. So Okay. Um, all right, so moving on. Are going to get in one of these? Or? Of course. Oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> we'll do that later. Okay. I cool. think there's a lot of bulk. We might have to expand the page editions for that. Yeah. <laughs> is there any official US distribution for it, or is it? There will be. Yeah. Um, at the moment, Ancient Meta Records is hosting oh. copies of. Oh, I think it's actually now volumes one to four. So cool. That was officiated this week, so it's an exciting time for us. Will you have copies on you uh, at the fest? Jordan from Ancient Meadow. Well, wow, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to spend the money on fucking printing. <laughs> Don't blame you. 
okay. folks there. Good folks there over at Agent Maddox. Totally yeah. right. Let's move on to uh, some of your many live projects. Yep. Uh, the big announcement, I guess, would be that Tarnu Fuen here performing live. And uh, as you said, you've performed live with this project before. Yeah, yeah. Out of New Zealand ever, or is that solely where you've been? Only in Wellington, New Zealand, which is our capital city, and um, once in Auckland, but it's just been me and a, one other collaborator, and it's just um, pretty low-key. I think our first performance was in 2013 down in Wellington okay. at the venue Val- Valhalla, which is run by my friend Ben Mulchin, who brings the majority of like international acts over to New Zealand. But um, uh, it was quite an interesting experience in taking all this shit that I composed years ago and then embellishing some keyboards over it and getting a live mandolin player to play over it, and that was our first performance. Oh, wow. So what I'm trying to do... Uh, for bringing it over here is basically the same thing just bringing that weird otherworldly composition and then um, we're going to have a little uh, bit of a guest performance towards the end of, of the ton of films here which will be cool great um, recently you reissued Ruler of the Forest on Liver Mortis correct and, uh, which is kind of a mysterious label yes in itself I have some outstanding orders with them as well yes that's neither here nor there um, how did that come about? And how did you get in touch with this like strange, obscure black metal, mostly label? Living Waters approached me. I said yes. Oh, wow. I sent them everything I needed to send them, and our communication was quite limited. Interesting. Um, I brought in one of my best artists, um, Damien Lee Buck from um, Wellington, New Zealand, and uh, he helped us focus the project in a direction that would suit both Livermortis and ourselves and I think Livermortis understood that this particular release was kind of uh, a, a, a bit of a milestone for myself and for the genre okay. so gave it the respect it needed and uh, the communication with Livermortis has been absolutely amazing and awesome that's great to hear yeah it's been a really good back and forth but I can't give away too much information people who are <laughs> waiting just wait okay yeah just be no, patient that's how it works yeah um so moving on to your other band that's performing at the fest Algie's Don yeah this is the first performance live what possessed you to choose this this other act to perform I think Algie's Dawn was a bit of a rebirth from my creativity so I've been sitting on a lot of material. Um, Town of Fuin, I felt I'd written enough in that direction to stop, refresh my compositional style and move forward. In 2013, I came back from Europe with all these fresh ideas. I'd spent some time in like Hamburg and Sweden and Norway uh, and came back and I was like, absolutely frothing with ideas um i'd recorded a whole bunch of melodies onto my cell phone walking around um walking around the forests in sweden and norway and in bergen and i just had to get it out but i came back to new zealand and went straight into work mode and it kind of broke me down a little bit so i stopped and two of my friends took me out hiking to the woods and every morning i'd wake up and i'd see something just a shape, whether it was in the clouds or it was in the trees or in the water, I'd see the rune, I'd see algids everywhere. 
no matter where I went. And to me, that kind of encouraged me to like reconnect with nature, reconnect with uh, creativity, and reconnect with I don't know some kind of fucking spirituality <laughs> that, that wanted to motivate me to do this shit. So I wrote a whole well it was initially just an EP within a week and um, Algot's Dawn popped out the thing with Algot's Dawn is it just challenged me to push my own creativity further so when the idea of uh, an entirely ambient gig festival came out I was like yep I'll put my hand up for that (laughs) it doesn't matter where it would have been but like you know obviously it was here in here in Massachusetts so yeah that was a good opportunity and um going back to New Zealand how is the dark ambient slash black metal world there are you one of a few are you in a big like around here it's always it kind of uh turns over every so often where it seems like there's bands everywhere and then all of a sudden it's just a dry spell of nothing New Zealand's got a very focused um black metal scene if you look into Vassifor Winter Deluge just to name a few Yeah. Um, there's quite an international brand of New Zealand black metal Okay. just got to scr- scratch the surface man I mean <laughs> like I've given you a few names you'll probably find 10 after that oh, yeah. um, very hard working people are constantly on tour releasing a huge catalogue of stuff um uh, if you look into, if you look into, uh, I guess, bands that have played throughout the U.S., you would have had Heresiarch here probably quite yeah. recently okay. as well. Last summer, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. They I, played Ralphs in Worcester. Yeah, and they're often on a lot of international bills. Um, Phil Coos has from Vassar are playing, you know, in many other projects as well, and you can find that out just by having a. And good old research <laughs> but um yeah also the dark ambient uh artists in new zealand to name a few would be could go with hieronymus bosch um they've i think that project's been around since the mid 90s or some shit um and there's a lot of noise and industrialish yeah. kind of projects uh throughout new zealand as well so yeah, it's thriving. It's actually yeah. thriving, and a lot of venues are hosting it. So we're that's doing great to hear. Well, yeah. Um, and then going forward with the bands, with all of your various projects, do you have any more music lined up? I know you put out a full length between with both bands last year that are performing. Do you have anything else lined up coming up, or? I've got ideas. Okay. Yeah, there's cool. a, there's a split in the works um, between myself and. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can mystery put it out mystery yet. band, but it's <laughs> yeah, coming soon. It's coming soon, yeah. <laughs> nevertheless. 2019 or, or yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we are running towards the end of the clock here, so mm-hmm. I'm going to wrap things up. Um, thank you for joining us, both Josh, Sean, and Shane okay. here. You can catch all of these folks and more this weekend at the Raven in Worcester for Northeast Dungeon Siege. Uh, limited Saturday tickets will be available at the door beginning at 6 p.m. Friday and Sunday are still available online and will also be available at the door. There will be uh, tabletop games on Saturday and Sunday. There will be food trucks and whatnot. 
that all? Um, we, we have a cafe. We're, oh, yeah, cafe. Our friend is running That's uh, running a uh, Nevermore cafe. In okay. There. There'll be vegan options the whole night. Yeah, you need to check the menu. It's crazy. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, Questadillas. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for She Likes It Heavy with P. Raj Metal up next. I will be back next Tuesday live at 9 p.m. You can follow at home at facebook.com slash never stop the madness you can learn more about northeast dungeon siege at facebook.com slash northeast dungeon siege there you can find links to all the bands i've talked about bands i'm talking to and more um and you can hear old shows at soundcloud.com slash never stop the madness spotify itunes and all that bullshit i will leave you with a small sample of tarnu Fuen's ancient spells unveiled when you hear this on the archives you'll hear the full song good night